Kim, go ahead. Be organic. Oh, I'm being organic. I'm sitting here with my high moon. Wait, are you drinking? Shit, I'll be right back. The fuck, bro? <laughs> All right, well, while Caleb's getting his drink, I'm sitting here. I'm drinking with my high moon. I'm doing my thing. I have a little mini sombrero on. I'm bouncing up and down. I'm jiggling. Ba, 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 ba. Caleb told me to be organic. So here I am being organic. I'm introing us. I am Kim. I am the host and founder of Horror Soup. Horror Soup is a podcast dedicated to the history of horror movies, horror people, supernatural beings, um, um, you know, hooker hotels. It is it is the beacon of of um, demonology. It's the beacon of what we learn about in our textbooks. Okay, in middle school, it is the absolute epitome, the epitome of true horror cinema in podcasting. That is what we do. It's what we do. I'm Kim Wilson. I'm the host. There's nobody else that hosts this show but me. And I have now been the host of this podcast for um, eight years. Yeah, you heard me. Eight years. This podcast has been around. I won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2002 when I started this podcast because it changed so many lives. So many lives in um, Nepal in Norway and when we won that Nobel Peace Prize um I actually got to meet the um the king I don't know if you guys are aware but we have a king here in America um and he kissed me on the forehead and he said thank you so much for all your dedication to horror cinema and talking about horror movies and demonology so that's what we do guys swipe up Click the link in our bio. Follow us. What the we fuck are, are you talking oh, about? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What the actual... I hope everyone listening knows that this isn't some bit or something planned. I just left the room and I came back to... I don't even know what's happening. Something about a, a, a coalition that you're starting? No, I just gave the listeners a little bit of background about Horror Soup because they really don't know. What is wrong with you? I would appreciate on my podcast for you to not second guess what I'm saying, okay? I've been leading this podcast for eight years. I won a Nobel fucking Peace Prize, okay? I'm a big deal. All right? The obedience, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the heat that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and I'm starting to question why I ever came came in contact with you. (laughs) That's the point of this. I wonder whether whether or not I am allowing 
this to happen and i i kind of feel bad because i feel like i'm just letting a (laughs) mentally ill person listen i'm trying to get out of hosting all the amityville so by all means oh is that what's happening here because that's not you're not getting out of that partner part of a master plan and actually you're on vacation and you kind of stuttered this one so you have to make up for that with another one within the next couple weeks i have no idea what you're talking about i've been here dedicated to this podcast for the last oh you know yeah yeah i have i have news fucking flash I've been out fucking politicking with kings and... So, Kim, fun fact about uh, Amityville 3D, a.k.a. Amityville 3, the demon. Not counting Amityville the Awakening from 2017, this is the only theatrically released Amityville film not to be based on a book, but instead on the real-life accounts of investigator Stefan Kaplan. Oh, wait, this was released in theaters? Yeah, this was like the last of the Amityvilles that was released in theaters. I guess it makes sense because they did 3D, but that's bad. Wait, um, this stands, wait, so 3D stands for Third Demon? No, so this is 3D. (laughs) It came out in 1983, and Amityville 3D was not called a sequel in the marketing. However, the film does make reference to the Amityville Horror 1979 as it follows a paranormal investigator attempting to prove the Lutz story was a hoax, though the family is never referenced by name. I guess I do never reference them. No, they reference um the fucking uh, Ron Ron DeFeo. Yeah, they re- they reference the DeFeos a few times. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like it didn't it didn't really watch like a sequel per se. I don't even know what it watched like. It didn't feel like an Amityville movie like really at all and for at least like half the movie I didn't know it was an Amityville. But you loved it. Uh It's fine. Is it like, it's you said this is the greatest shit horror you've ever seen. Oh, I say a lot of things, but I mean it's fine, you know, like it's okay. It yeah, it's pretty awful. But um I mean I I didn't expect anything less. There were actually some some I mean remotely big names at the time. Meg Ryan was in this. She was very young. I would argue that Meg Ryan is the only like big name in this. I would say everyone everyone else had like you know, they have some mentions, but, like, you know, they're moments. Yeah, Meg Ryan. And Meg Ryan was young, too, so it wasn't like she was even, like, in her prime, per se, just yet. So, this is called 3D, but it was called The Demon because it wasn't able to be marketed as, like, a sequel. They pretty much were just like, all right, this is just our own Amityville movie. And then when it started releasing on, like, DVD, or not DVD, uh, like, you know, like, VHS or just whatever the fuck... When it was coming out, everyone thought that Amityville 3D was just a 3D version of the regular Amityville or, like, something else. And then also, I guess they were sending out some copies that weren't 3D, but it still had, like, the 3D title and people were kind of pissed. So... (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, so they had to remarket it, and they said that they basically just called it Amityville 3 The Demon, which is fucking hilarious because... There is not a single demon in this movie. I don't even... There's no demon. I don't even know if there is a villain in this movie or, like, an opposing force. There's literally... Well, you get the little... I mean, at the end. But, yeah, there, there's, there's really a no... Lizard. There's a lizard in this, and there's a ninja in this. So I will say that, like, if I'm going to give the trophy ninja. to anything, I'm going to give it to one of those two things. There is, like, really no antagonist here, which is why it's so fucking boring. 
Like nothing's going on. I think we should start with. Okay, I think we should start with how this was the last Amityville, like theatrically released until the 2005 Amityville. Which makes sense. They probably saw this and were like, okay, we can't keep doing this shit to people. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so this one, what do you think the budget was on this, Kim? Ooh, good question. I actually haven't done any research because this movie is so dog shit. I'm going to say budget, because Meg Ryan was in there, Lori Laughlin, right before Full House. I'm going to say budget was like $2 million. Nothing crazy, but like, it's got to be in the millions, right? $6 million, dude. That's such bullshit. <laughs> It's like, for what? What did it go to? The CGI at the end? <laughs> that shitty, brief CGI? I, I think it's just all of the over-exaggerated 3D shit that went on in this, because every scene, like, you know, I mean, they did that with every 3D movie basically ever when it was first coming out, but, like, they really slap you in the face with the 3D effects in this. In the face. Like, you can tell when the flies come out, like, bright purple, and they zoom in, you're like, they tried to make that so hard in your face when you had the 3D, like, glasses on, or whatever they wore back then. Okay, Kip, you know what just blew my mind right now? I went in to Wikipedia to see how many Amityvilles there are in between 3D and 2005. How many do you think there are? Because remember, remember, there's, like, what, like, 30 or something in total right now? Yeah, aren't most of them recent ones that people have just redone? I'm pretty sure after 2005 is when people really went fucking crazy with it. I think, isn't it just like, it's about time, Vibrator, and maybe one more? No, Vibrator's a newer one, dude. Vibrator was like 2016 or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, then there's only a couple then. Bro, you thought they went right into Vibrator after three... Or do you think they were like, it's about time, and then they were like, Amityville Vibrator. That's, that was the that's setup. what I thought. I thought I thought Vibrator was like, after it's about time. It's about it time needs to we be. pull It's out about vibrators. time we get a fucking Vibrator. Wait, so, okay, I need to know the answer, though. It can't be that many. Okay, just make a guess. Give me a number guess. I'm going to say three. There's Not five. even. I'm going to say two. What? Yeah, there's five in between, but honestly, I didn't even think it was going to be... Or no, no, I thought it was going to be more than five. I thought there was going to be like seven. What are the five? Read them out. Read the titles again. Okay, so we have Amityville 3D, which we're on right now. Then there's Amityville 4, The Evil Escapes, The Amityville Curse, Amityville It's About Time, Amityville A New Generation, Amityville Dollhouse, and then the 2005 Amityville Horror. We have such a long way to go. Wait, but isn't that... Okay, wait, 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 Kim, Kim, Kim. I'm actually starting to realize that I think we're farther into this than I thought we were. Like, I don't. I know we're not that far into this, but it just feels like we we're only far... like four movies in. I know, I know, but Kim, we're finishing 3D right now, so that means we just have five more until we hit the one we've already hit, and then we're into we're into the 2011 Amityvilles after we finish Dollhouse. Can we please cover? 2005 again because all these make this look like the greatest fucking movie Kim, on the planet. I don't want to do that again. You guys, the Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds Amityville horror compared to these ones no. is like fucking Oscar award winning. Like it is like the greatest fucking Amityville. See, you're saying that and you say you want to go rewatch that and to me that sounds like pure hell and I actively right now do not agree no. with you on this very day that that is better than these. I don't I don't no. Significantly better. Way more suspense. No. Way more jobs. Yes. What are you talking about? I never want to see his stupid little beard again. I mean, it's not good, but it, it's it's significantly better than these. It's it's not. Amityville 2 was perfectly fine. That was so bad. 
And it had incest, which I didn't like. You seemed to enjoy that. That was the best part, dude. It had incest. It had a demon. <laughs> you really liked that. But that's maybe my unpopular opinion. I'll let the viewers not know. The viewers aren't even going to fucking go through this agony and watch all of these. Well, you they know They know that. They just go to the fucking polls and vote me in here. Speaking of the polls, I need to uh, I need to update the poll. I need to put one out for this month because um, if we do do Amityville, we have to do it like within the next couple weeks because I'm going to Boston pretty soon for like a week. So we got to make up for your lost Amityville time. No, go to Boston and we won't cover it. <laughs> No, no, we're already we're behind. People need their Amityville. Go visit fix. the actual Amityville while you're on the East Coast. Here's the thing, Kim. the the more The more time that we waste covering these Amityvilles, the longer you have to do them. And I I really don't get how you're on this whole fix about not wanting to watch these Amityvilles. And you're like, let's watch another one They're again. Awful. Let's watch another one again that was already bad. That one's great. It's not. We'll let the we'll let whoever watches and tunes in be the judge. Significantly better cinematic gold compared to this shit but while you're on the east coast you should go visit the amityville house i think that's a must i think it's only right it doesn't look as cool anymore though just the we already looked at it just the the boathouse looks cool you gotta pitch to the people we gotta buy the house i know i do want to buy the house but (laughs) it's just or at least the boathouse put a bid in on the boathouse you guys we got something big in the works yeah we got some stuff going on and it involves you guys giving (laughs) us your fucking house Somehow, some way, the owner is a big horror suit fan and they're listening right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, give me Super your house. Super confused. Yeah, you guys should go look up the original Amityville Horror House and then look it up now. I mean, they decked this shit the fuck out. It's a completely different home. I mean... I wouldn't say they decked it out. I would say they ruined it. Like, they ruined all the fun. They did. I mean, it does kind of look like a giant dollhouse now. Like a modernized dollhouse. But it is nice. Yeah, so that's fun. Do you know who this guy, uh, Steve, uh, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Kaplan is? No, who is he? Tell me. He was a paranormal investigator that was actively like trying to prove the let's wrong, and he was just like, no, like you guys are wrong. He was the guy that because I think oh, he we talked right. about the story a little <laughs> bit. Well, yeah, but remember how they got that call from someone or like they made a call to someone they're like hey could you come like check out the house or whatnot he was the guy that answered and they were like hey can you come check out the house see if it's haunted he was like okay yeah sure and they were like well how much do you charge And he was like i don't charge anything but like if it's fake i'm gonna tell people it's fake and they were like okay so never mind don't come and like later oh. he came out and he was just like yeah so i think this whole story is fake and he wrote like a book saying like yeah this haunting is fake it's not real and that's oh. what this book that's what this movie is based off of that john baxter guy that's him wow i didn't know that story that backstory that's pretty crazy good for him is he still alive is he still with us no he died at like 54 shit like a long time ago he was also a vampire well, or vampireologist or like a something whoa like Okay, hold on. Let's let's do a cheers. Let's let's fucking pour one for Stefan Kaplan. Holy shit. Wow, what a guy. How did we not know about this man? What an OG. Went to his grave like those motherfuckers are lying and I'm a vampireologist, so suck my ass. Like It's so funny too, because when he came out and he was like, Yeah, this shit's all fake, they were like, nah, dude, you're an idiot. You hunt vampires. Like that was literally what the LUT said. They were like, nah, we don't trust him because he hunts vampires, idiot. 
You know, the best part about this is in every like traditional scary movie, there's always that hermit or person who knows everything and no one fucking believes him, but they're right. And in this movie, it's the main character. Right. He's that actual living person, though. Like, he's the Sam Loomis in real life who's like, hey, he's real. <laughs> Everyone's like, bro, shut the fuck up. He's the real one that's hiding in bushes, screaming at kids on Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Get out. Get away. Run away. <laughs> Still my top, top one favorite Sam Loomis moments. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's just like, when you think like top horror figures, I mean, Sam Loomis is like gotta be top three. I mean, top tier, just dude. absolutely top incredible. Top fucking tier. <laughs> Him and Stefan had to have been friends. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way they didn't have a run in. I'm saying, man. How do we not know more about this guy in horror? I feel so, like, yeah, I feel so triggered that I didn't know about him. I can fuck yeah. you. I feel like you're patronizing the Amityville series, the Amityville tra- franchise as, you know, as it stands. I am. I fucking am. I've been patronizing it. And fuck all of you that keep voting me in this shit. You deserve to be in here. Everyone wants you here, and you love being here. No, everyone wants to torture me. You love it. You love being here. (sighs) This will really be the death of me, guys. I don't think it will be. I may die on air. Like, the last Amityville, the last, like, minute of the last Amityville we cover, like, I may just heal over. Like, that's all I'll have in me at that point. Anyways, back to my Nobel Peace Prize. You know, like, how great that would be, though? Like, if the last Amityville just ended, and then with your last, like, dying breath, you're just like, I love Amityville. No, or if I was just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> that would be pretty great. I would actually, like, take pride in that. Be like, oh, dude, I... I- you would take pride in me dying? Yeah, Asswipe. like, oh, dude, I, I killed Kim, but, like, you know, in a you good way. You guys fucking hearing this? Ash and Elena, if I fucking die, cover my death, and you know Caleb was responsible on behalf of this. No one's going to have to cover it, though, because if you die while we're on, like, a Zoom call, I'll just have the recording, and I'll be like, look, dude, she was in fucking Chicago. Like, it's not my fault that, like, she died. I would, if anything, it's Patreon's fault. Caleb killed me. No, dude, I didn't vote you in, dude. I make the polls. Caleb Michelada killed me (laughs) you're so racist i did not make the i didn't like vote you in i just made the polls like patreon is the one that killed you if anything you Koch, donnie fuck off i do want to talk about the beginning of this though because it's probably like i think the okay this movie sucks i just (laughs) want to start i want to start this off by saying that okay so now you're admitting it Caleb, I'm getting so many mixed emotions from you. (laughs) No, look, look, I love watching this series. I actually like, okay, it's like weird. It's like a, it's like a Stockholm syndrome. Like I, I hated the idea of doing this so much to the point that like when it actually became a reality and we started doing it, I was, I'm like, I'm so excited to see like how off the rails this train can go. Like, I want to see how terrible this series can get and just what it's going to bring me. And at first i was kind of scared like when we watched the first and i was reminded like how just boring and bad it is i was like fuck is it just gonna be 28 of these but then we get to the second yes. one i know you hate it but like you can admit 
that even if you hate it, it's one of the most absurd things that you've ever seen in your life. It is. It <laughs> and is. And then you get to this one, and there is like a mini Godzilla lizard breathing fire, and there's ninjas. Like, dude, I would have never guessed that by the third Amityville, I would see a ninja. And you know what? Like, okay, this movie sucks, but I'm so excited for this and all of the other Amityvilles because they're just so batshit crazy. This is bullshit. Let me just give you guys context. So Caleb and I were supposed to record this episode like two weeks ago. I went on vacation. Before I go on vacation, we're supposed to record. Caleb texts me and says, this movie's fucking dog shit. Like, I have nothing to say. I'm like, I know. I fucking told you. He's like, let's True. reconvene when you come back. I talked to Caleb yesterday. He's like, this movie is fucking amazing. I just rewatched it. Stockholm Syndrome. No, I hold on. You're you're putting words in my mouth. I said this movie's amazing, and then dot dot dot. Three messages later, um, something whatever else you said. I those statements weren't together. <laughs> those statements were not together. They were separate. It was like, all right, this movie's fucking awesome. It wasn't like I love this movie. It's fucking awesome. It's like all right, well, it's awesome because insane things happen. Um, so bad. We could both agree. The, this movie has more explosions than any action movie in the past five years. And, and the explosions all happen within 30 seconds. <laughs> more explosions than Caleb has in his pants every year. Oh, okay. That was oddly specific, you fucking creep. So anyway, um, <laughs> there is one point where a house, a dry, a dry component with nothing, nothing, um, nothing, no, uh, nothing around flammables. it that would cause an explosion. It explodes into millions of pieces. But there is a car just fully on fire at one point. That's just sitting there <laughs> casually. Like the rules have no bounds in Amityville. 3. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got, we got to back it up. We got to start with this intro. We need okay, to just give right. people the beginning to set the tone for what they're expecting. Here. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I was so confused when they when I first watched this intro. I was like, I'm not understanding what's going on. Well, no, dude. <laughs> the intro is like a fever dream because when it starts, you just hear, uh, 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 and and I'm not I'm not kidding. Like I almost wish that we could have just started this podcast with this, but the fact that anyone starts any piece of entertainment with those noises and gets away with it is baffling to me because I don't get how you can't start something with those noises and every person in the world isn't like, no, fuck you. I'm going to set your studio on fire. What are you doing? Awful noises. Awful. So yeah, you're taken aback. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Dude, like, it scared me because, like, when I first turned it on. You're like, is something wrong with my TV? Yeah, dude, because I turned it on and then I turned around to, like, grab something or plug something in or something. I just hear, and I was like, (laughs) dude, are you kidding me? Like, there's no way that this is on purpose. Or It was probably the director throwing up on set. It was totally the director throwing up on set with how dog shit this movie is. He was like, I can't believe I'm fucking directing this bullshit. Or it was, no, it was Stefan Kaplan turning in his grave like, oh, God. Dude, like. Okay, Kim, that and that is why I texted you. Like, I immediately texted you, and that's when I was like, oh, dude, let's just do this in a couple weeks, because I started it, and I was so pissed off within two seconds. 
so bad. So I, just, I knew within I knew within the first three minutes, like this. I was checked out. I was like, this movie is just no. No, see, Kim, my problem is I wish I texted you like 10 minutes after because I might have been a little more in it because after like the first few minutes, it's fine. Like the first minute or two, actually, I'd say the first three minutes, it's literally just the oldest woman in the world moaning. <laughs> moaning. She is just moaning and the camera's just like moving around 360 around the room and it's showing everyone sitting there watching this woman moan. It is okay. absurd. So it's this old lady, an old man, and then this like t- this younger couple. It looks like like at a table, they're clearly having a séance, like in this room in a house. Yes, is that it? Yeah, that's it. I just I had to set this. I had to set the scene because all we said was an old lady moaning, and I don't think people who haven't seen it would understand. No, that's visually. fair, but like. Okay, but okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just trying to think of what other scenario there could be, but I was thinking of the old lady, like from It Follows, like just walking towards you, like, uh, and I was like, I don't think they're understanding. <laughs> well, that would have made more sense than what happened. That would have been actually terrifying. So this chick is just moaning, and then she's like, "The child has passed to the other side," and then it's like it just rips off Poltergeist for a few seconds because it's like. Mommy, Mommy, we're here. I'm here, Mommy. And I was obviously doing that like a dick right now, but I was like the, we're here. Like, they basically did that, like, sound for sound, word for word. And then the mom's like, well, the mom, she's like crying. She's like, Ricky, what did she say? I can hear you. It's Mommy. I cannot believe that these ghost hunters tried to get away with, like, they have this elaborate scheme where where they're like, all right, we're going to dress this guy like a ninja in all black. We're going to make sure the house is as dark as possible, and we're going to give him a stick with a string on it, like and cotton. you're going to put a, a big, giant cotton ball on it, and we're going to make it freaking <laughs> uh, night vision, dude. And he just walks around the room with this stick with a cotton ball on it, just swinging this ball around. Everyone's like, it's just like, it's like a lime green ball and everyone's like what's happening oh my god look at this entity (laughs) i was so beyond confused you guys for the first first few minutes here like i truly thought but you don't see the ninja yet you don't see all you see is this big shiny green ball floating around the room so you're like what is this is this an alien (laughs) it's actually kind of baffling it's like okay so something's going on and then, like, they, someone just kind of turns on the lights a little bit, and you can see a person just walking, like, holding a <laughs> stick with the ball, and you're like, wait, what the hell? And then they turn the light all, like, on all the way, and they're like, hey, you, you dang ninja, get out, get out! And then the old, wait, and then the old lady immediately stops moaning. She's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, she just stops, and everyone's just like, all right, all right, Scooby-Doo and the gang, you tried to fool us again, but we gotcha. And he's like, oh, you dang kids. They're like, all right, show's over. The old man got pissed. I'm still confused. Was the old man like an actual priest? Dude, I don't I don't know. Th- they never really explained that. He just got pissed. It was like, you fuckers. He didn't say fuckers, but pretty much in like a left. Well, one chick got like spat on too. Oh, oh, oh my God. The Oh, I pulled on out. That is actually cinematic gold. So, okay, long story short, you guys are probably a little confused. There was a seance in this Amityville house at the beginning. You end up finding out it's all a hoax and that the lady who was pretending to be the mom and the guy who's pretending to be the dad at the seance are actually investigative reporters trying to, like, 
make it seem like this house is like fake haunted. And was that like Nancy and John or those different people? No, those are the same people. Those are the same people. So, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Same people. And then the um, <laughs> the old lady gets pissed off at the end when she finds out it's, like, fake. And she just looks at the lady who's playing, like, the investigator reporter, like, the lady who pretended to be the mom, and just, like, spits on her. Like, in slow motion. And the lady just sits there and takes it. She doesn't even, doesn't even make a sound, doesn't even flinch. This old lady just, like spits on her and walks away and then the lady just sits there with the spit on her face i'm like what the fuck dude and she fills like her entire face with spit too it was crazy it you can tell they literally just took a little can of water and like splashed it on her face yeah (laughs) she didn't even try to flinch though like if someone goes to spit on you like you're not just gonna sit there and stare back at them i think it was just like they were trying to symbolize like you know what she knows what she did that shit was wild but it gets even crazier, too, because, like, everyone just kind of leaves. They're like, oh, darn it, we'll try that ruse again later. And then, like, some bald guy in a trench coat is just walking around, and he's, like, a heavy set man. And he's walking around, and all of a sudden, he just falls through the rafters. And everyone's just like, oh, dude, how'd you get down there? And he's literally just doing that, like, standard cartoon fat man thing where he's halfway through he's the like rafters. Flailing. And, like, yeah, he's just flailing his arms around, and, like, I'm not getting none of. None of anything that happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie makes the least bit of sense. And I was totally here for it. No sense. It's so he's like their boss, like the boss of this newspaper, whatever the fuck they work for. And he's coming to like check out the scene and make sure that like the hoax win is planned. And he just falls through some raptors. And you know what's funny? He leaves and then he just comes back like later that day or something. And he's, like, looking around at the house. And, of course, in every Amityville, you know, there's a fly attack. But in this one... Well, hold on, hold on. He's outside talking to the reporter, and, like, they lead into it with, like... They pan through, like, that top window, and you just hear, like... And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they, like, they set up the flies. Set up the flies. Those were the villains in the movie. Dude, we know it's Amityville. We know there's going to be fucking flies. They acted like it was this big scare, like, bzzz. That shit was so bad. Dude, he just goes in that room, and he just looks at some flies, and then all of a sudden, it, I think it was the most insane thing that I've ever seen in my life. He made no sounds. He made no sounds. There was not one sound that came out of his mouth. Well, he makes no sounds, but also, like, he's really fucking greasy, and it kind of, like... <laughs> okay, so all of these flies are, like, just attacking his face, like, one by one. Like, they're pretty much piling up so that one he's going to have a full fly face. One fly comes and he face. smacks it. Yeah, he kind of smacks him at first, but I'm talking about, like, when they start piling up on his face. Like, <laughs> what you can tell, like, it's like a shot of the side of his face, and you can tell that someone is literally just on the other side of the shot of that camera, and they're just holding, like, mud and just throwing it at his face. Oh, it has to be. Well, here's the best part. It starts off as like one fly and he smacks it away. It's like, he smacks out his face and then another fly comes up and he's like. His face is like a vacuum though. It's like the flies are just like straight flying at him. No, totally, totally. But then it goes from two flies and then it flashes to his face and his face is covered, fully fucking covered in flies. And he's not, he's not making any sounds. He just keeps like swatting away and flinching and swatting away. It's like, bro, run, leave, do something. You know what he's doing? He's doing the flail that he was doing when he was stuck in the ground, but now just, like, he's not stuck. There's just flies on him. 
so bad. It's like, that's like the running trend in Amityville. There has to be somebody that gets stuck in a room, likely a priest or some bald guy who gets attacked by flies and does nothing and just takes it. I mean, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't it happen? I think it... At least, at least the priest in the 2005 one ran. He waited till his face was covered, but he ran out. (laughs) That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. This motherfucker? Okay, well, fun fact about this guy. The flies killed him. (laughs) Killed him, you guys. Like, they, they just attacked his face and he just sunk to the floor. There was no sound once again, and he just fucking died. And you're like, are you kidding me? Was that the first kill? <laughs> yeah, he died. Like, this is the first, the, in, in Amityville history, this is the first time that flies killed someone. They they killed choked someone. this man to death. And he didn't have one say at all during the process. He just He just sat there and took it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But you know what was awesome? The father dude, like the dude, uh, John Baxter or whatever, he like comes home to the house and he totally hears like the most obnoxious choking noises upstairs. Choking like, noises. Yeah, they're just going on. It's like, uh, uh, and he's just and he like, just like ignores it. He's basically just tapping his foot. And he's like, huh, I wonder what, what's the weather like today, guys? <laughs> and then after a while, he starts walking upstairs and it's like, he finally realizes that there's someone dying five feet above him. So he kind of like slowly moves over and like, you know, looks around and assess the situation. And he sees the guy just dying in front of him. And he just kind of stares at him while he dies. Literally heartless. He's like, no, nothing to see here. Just a dead guy. Kim, it's not heartless. It's like completely unaware. Fair. Checked out. Disengaged. I genuinely think that that guy did not have a clue what was going on. So bizarre. I just can't get over how a grown man or really any person lets flies kill them. I don't know. I don't even know how he, anyone lets them attack them. You, you're you accepting death at that point. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if five flies, if a swarm of flies came at me, I would just run. Bro, I would just go, like, somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. I would do anything but what he did. I mean, I've been I've been in situations where there's, like, two or three flies trying to like fly at me because it's like a hot day and I'm like, you know, sweating or something. And I, I just leave. I just go somewhere where the flies aren't anymore. You could literally go anywhere, but where you currently are and problem solved. I'm saying, dude, like you let them kill you. Come on. This was, this was the first kill you guys. And one of the only kills really. And I'm proud of it. That was, that shit was hilarious and insane. So they pretty much, like, bring the story of this vicious fly attack to town Amityville's lead 22-year-old scientist, and he tells them that these odd occurrences can only be hypothesized by fly ghosts. Like, pure fly ghosts. Oh! Oh, we forgot to mention the flies are, like, bright purple and zoom at your face. That was only, like, one time. No, they came back at the end! No, that's what I mean! Remember the flies were, like, bright purple at the end? When were they purple before that? When the first fly comes towards the priest's face, it comes in like a normal fly, and then it zooms in and it's purple. And I was like, that's totally oh. one of those scenes that they tried to make for 3D. Well, because it's trying to tell you that it's a ghost fly, dude. A ghost fly. Purple ghost flies. 
Dude, well, that is what's happening, as absurd as it sounds, because I'm not kidding. When they go to that, like, and I call him a 22-year-old scientist because this was the youngest town scientist I've ever seen Very in my young. life. But he literally tells them. He, they're like, oh, yeah, so there was this fly attack, and this guy died from it. They choked him to death. And he's like, fly ghosts. I don't know what else to tell you. Fly ghosts. <laughs> That's where my job ends. My research is telling me fly ghosts. There's really nothing else I can tell you. Am I over-exaggerating, though, or is that actually what happened? You're dead serious. I also just thought of a really funny line in this movie that I actually loved, but it's not until later, so I can't jump to it. Okay, then why would you even mention it? That's a useless bit of information that you <laughs> because, just said. Because I don't want to forget about it. I'm laying a little Easter egg. What does this do for your memory? Anyway, so Fly Ghost exists. Fly Ghost. I will say, this movie is kind of cool. No, it's not. You just said this movie sucked. Look, this movie's pretty cool because 33 minutes in, it has absolutely no entertainment value aside from the fly death, the outrageous falling through the floor antics, the moaning, and the ninja. But, but, an elevator goes haywire with that John Baxter oh. character in it. Do you Did you see his face and his stature when that, like... It made no sound. You know when you're going through, like, hyperspeed and you're just like you know you're like you're all the way back like your body's back and your arms are back like you're 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 stuck he's like that in this elevator but why also are these people not screaming in these distressed situations like if i was in an elevator and started fucking crashing like 15 floors i there would be noise coming out of my mouth besides this you know what i'm gonna stick with the no noise because why am i gonna bug people when i'm flying down anyway what the fuck is anyone gonna do about this elevator going haywire it's a natural reaction it's a natural you would you would be like bro what the fuck that's up to the fly ghost at that point bro i'm about to sign off of this bullshit it's up to the fly ghost at that point like i can't control it you know it this makes no sense maybe they had like a a budget where like you could only scream so many times I don't know, man. I, or you just have terrible actors. I mean, we get it. We get it. Like, think think about that. How many screams actually do you think came out of someone's mouth in this movie? I think maybe one at the end. Dude, the one at the end what? is probably the funniest scream I've ever heard in my life. And if anyone was on like Horror Soup today at the time of this recording and you saw that, you probably know what I'm talking about. Because holy shit, that was hilarious. That could be the only one. Like, I'm trying to think of another scream. Oh, maybe the girl screamed at one point when she got startled by the fuse or whatever the fuck it was. So yeah, dude, some chick named Melanie <laughs> is back at the house and I don't know, she seems to be having like a weather issue or like she's having a problem with like the zoning of her new house or something. I don't know, like that's as far as I got with that thought. I, I was try I don't know what happened with Melanie is what I'm saying. Wait, who is Melanie? I don't fucking know. She was like, uh, so I didn't get far with that thought, but Melanie didn't get far with that thought, with her thought either, because not a single thing happens to her. She's just in the house. Oh, the br the brunette. Yes, the lights. Oh, so what happened is she was trying. It literally, you're right. Hardly nothing happened. She tries so, to open so, a Kim, door Kim, and it Kim, doesn't Kim, open. Kim, Kim, so, so, so. Let's talk about Melanie. Okay, let's talk. What about her? I like Melanie. <laughs> you think she's hot? She's oh, no, a bad looking just, lady. I actually I don't You tell me about Melanie. I have literally nothing to say about her because she added nothing to this movie. What about that time that she went into the house and not a single thing happened to her and she ends up cowering in a corner behind the door? Well that's what she tried to what happened was she tried to open a door and it didn't open. So then she started freaking out and running to all the other doors and they wouldn't open. So then she 
she went ape shit. She went ape shit, and she like couldn't open the door, so she like had a nervous breakdown. And then it's so funny because she just ends up like cowering behind one of the doors, and she's just staying there for like the next like six hours. And then Mister John Baxter gets home, and she's like, "Ah, ah, ah! Don't, don't you don't, talk don't, to don't me! Don't touch me! me. Don't, don't touch me!" And then she like runs off and leaves, which is weird because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like she could have just left before that. I feel like one of the doors would have just opened easily. I wonder. I don't think the doors were actually. I don't think anything paranormal was happening. I think she just didn't. I think she was just an idiot. Yeah, I don't know. It's, she just didn't try hard enough. I don't think she like turned those doorknobs hard enough because it didn't seem like there was a lot of effort going into anything. I'm gonna completely agree with you. Her nervous breakdown was uncalled for, and then she had the nerve to tell John that it was a fuse in the worst day of her life. <laughs> The worst thing that's ever happened to her in her life. I'm so mad at the way you presented that because you presented that like shit. Well, the way that that actually went down was all right. Well, then present it. Tell us how how much better it was. It was better because John is like, you know, he's wondering what's going on. He has to go question her. So he comes up. He's like, hey, Melanie. So, you know, like what, what, what went on the other day? And she's like, I don't know. The lights flickered. It must have been the breaker. Oh, John, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. That was pretty good. I'll give it to you. That was almost word for word. Like, dude, you need to, like, give the theatrics to that because that was a very serious thing. She put her heart and soul into saying she that did. the lights flickering <laughs> was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to her in ever her life. Her. She said the ever words, in my life. She put all of the heart and soul that she had to acting into that one phrase, that one like little bit there. That was her moment. That was like everything she had as an actress. I cannot believe that I watched a movie and someone had the audacity to say that lights flickering, like just word for word, was the worst thing they've ever experienced. I thought I'd seen everything. It's the worst thing I've ever experienced. Same with you. It's a pretty terrifying thing. I don't know if you've ever, um, if you guys have ever had the lights flicker, but. Um... It's enough to make you uh, shit your pants. Kim, I have such a serious question that I don't know if you could answer. Okay. Shoot. Who was the girl screaming in that sensory deprivation chamber and for why? What? Wait, what? Sensory deprivation chamber? I'm so convinced that you don't watch these movies. I do watch these movies. They're so bad. They're unforgettable. I watched did, this twice. No. I watched it before you, and I texted you saying this movie is so bad. Yeah, and that's why I know is that you're stupid and you don't pay attention. No, because this is the <sighs> second. This is the second <sighs> or third time. This? Shut the Kayla fuck up! Just call me stupid on air. This is the second wow, or third time dick. that I have said something like <laughs> completely outrageous that there is no way you could miss in a movie, and then you've been like, you could miss it. What are you talking like earlier? I mentioned like a lizard like breathing fire into someone's face. No, I face said and, like, the same lizard that she drew. No, no. When I said that, you were like, oh, you mean when the girl was on fire in the car? And I said, no, Kim, I'm not talking about the fucking <laughs> fire in the car. I'm talking about the lizard that was breathing. I'm talking about Godzilla in an Amityville movie. And the fact that these movies are bad, they're unforgettable. Kim. Kim, if I can watch an Amityville and I can, like, tell you something, and you watch... If I can watch an Amityville, if I can watch an Amityville, and you've watched the same Amityville, and I can mention a lizard breathing fire, and you can somehow, like, not 
recognize the scene immediately and bring up another scene and be like, oh, you mean this one? Then I know you didn't fucking pay attention. I, I, I'm concurring with you. They're unforgettable movies. What is that unforgettable that you don't watch? It just, it's disengaging. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to kiss the ground that Ryan Reynolds Kim. walks on after okay. this. I'm going to go ahead and say something. Ninjas? <laughs> fucking purple ghosts? Fly murders? Uh, purple ghosts? Fat guy in a, in, a, in a fucking third story floor falling through the raptors? Fucking, uh, uh... You're making mountains out of mohills. Deprivation shape? Godzilla? You're making mountains out of mohills. You're telling me that's disengaging? There isn't enough to keep your attention there? The only thing enjoyable here was the fly man situation, as well as the lizard at the end was funny. But how do you not, like... At first I said <laughs> the sensory deprivation, you're like... Everything's so unforgettable, so I have to, like, take a second to register. Kim, you keep saying- I don't think you know what the definition of unfor- Do you mean forgettable? Because you keep saying unforgettable. Oh, oh, I have- Wait, I mean forgettable. I mean forgettable. It's not unforgettable. You keep saying, these movies are unforgettable, and I'm like, okay, so how are you forgetting it? <laughs> you guys, I promise it? I'm not drunk. These movies are so forgettable. Sensory deprivation, you should have known is what I'm saying. And I mean, to clarify, guys, I have been saying Unforgettable. I swear I'm not drunk. I'm just delirious. This movie makes me do crazy shit. These movies are not unforgettable. They're, they're the opposite. They are so forgettable. They are, they're, they're really forgettable. A big part of making your point is saying the right words because when you're screaming this movie is unforgettable and trying to prove to me <laughs> that you know nothing about the movie, it's really contradicting and it really... <laughs> you know, people were probably so confused. I was like, this movie is unforgettable. They're like... Bro, okay? <laughs> this movie's really forgettable, guys. Clearly. I've watched it twice, and um, I still am just... It's over my head. Okay, I will say that 80% of this movie is forgettable. Easily. I will, I will agree with that completely. But the parts of this movie that are not forgettable, I will probably never forget in my life. I think that well, that Godzilla <laughs> scene will live with me forever. And when people say, like... Remember when we were talking to James and he was like, I think you're going to have fun on this Amityville venture because you're going to find, like, one movie that has, like, a really weird kill or really weird scene or something and you're always going to remember that? I already have that with this. Like, that Godzilla lizard thing, I will remember that for the rest of my life. Oh, absolutely. But I'm like, what's what more could be next? Like, what are they going to do in these other ones? They've already done everything in these. Like, I don't know what could possibly be next. I think that, okay, what was the title of the next one again? It's like, um... Isn't it the Escapes, Evil Escapes? I think it's Evil Escapes and then the Curse. Okay, so the Evil Escapes is next. Should I see what the synopsis of it is? Yeah. That doesn't really say anything right there. I can read the entire plot. It doesn't really get... The synopsis really isn't a synopsis. It just says this is the fourth in the Amityville installation. Oh, that's even worse that they're leaving it open-ended. That's like when you go to look up an apartment and they're like, uh, rent to be discussed or cost to be discussed <laughs> upon visit. It's never a good thing. This is the first one where I'm looking at the cover and the cover looks nothing like the like original Amityville house whatsoever. And that is the first TV film too. This is the one that's just blue all over? Or no, I'm thinking about the one we already covered. No, this one's red. The blue all over is this. That's 3D. Okay, I think It's About Time is pretty blue, too. Yeah, I don't know what this cover looks like. I don't even know what that movie's about. No one does. We'll find upon viewing. 
Okay, so we know now that Kim thinks this is forgettable and not unforgettable, so we'll move on. Yes. So the sensory deprivation thing kind of just happens. I really have no explanation for it. I don't know what character it was. Maybe Susie, like the daughter, but I really don't. I have no clue. I have no idea I what assume it was because it wasn't the wife in the room at the time. Like his ex-wife, I mean. So maybe it was the daughter. I think so, but it's not explained, and I don't know why, and I listen to the dialogue. Yeah. It, yeah. We're going to have to chalk that one up as we don't fucking know, and I guess it was not important. I, I guess. So that kind of just happens, and then right around like 46 minutes, one of the characters finally mentions the fact that the house is like some sort of haunted, when she just kind of explains, like, she's like, oh yeah, so Ron DeFeo, he killed the family, and she just like, she doesn't put any like added flair to the story or anything, mm-hmm. it's just the same way you hear it every time. He murdered his whole family in the middle of the night. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, and that's what I'm gonna do too. So, John at one point has a fight with a bathroom sink faucet. That's a real thing that happens. Do you, do you, please tell me you remember that. Vaguely. Vaguely? Vaguely. Dude, this guy runs into the bathroom and he's having like a tussle with a sink. It's just like getting hotter and he's looking at it. He's like, oh God, don't do it. Don't do it. And it's just like steaming more. And he's like, oh my God, the steam is rising. And then it starts like getting hotter and his veins on his forehead are just like getting thicker and thicker until he finally just turns the faucet off. And he's like, oh, thank God we avoided that. This is the shit I'm talking about. The things, the problems that they encounter with this house, they can easily avoid. Steam, flies, doors that aren't actually fucking locked. Like, nothing, there is no antagonist, you guys. Well, there is, but nothing during the movie that antagonizes them. That isn't self-invoked. Oh, dude, it's so fucking funny. (laughs) Wait, Kim. That's bad. Okay. Okay, so I actually lost my shit. Like, so you see the lizard person. We're getting so close to this lizard guy. But, mm. like, you see him in a picture at first, like, in a, as a drawing. A tiny little drawing. Like, it's head. Just Dude, it's head. and it's, it's just the chick that's talking about, like, the flickering and whatnot, you know, the flickering lights. But she's, like, just looking. Yeah. She's, like, scrolling through this book, like, flipping the pages with a magnifying glass. And she sees, like, it looks like an angry caterpillar, like, etched into the page. No, it looks like Kermit the Frog. I was like, is that Kermit? And she's so scared. She, like, throws the book. She's like, oh! And yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Dude, that's a drawing. Like, could you imagine ever just going through a book and seeing a drawing and, like, lose- throwing everything you're holding in the air? Not of that. If I saw a drawing of that little lizard, I'd probably laugh. I'd be like, oh, that's pretty sick. I know. Like, what are you talking about? Why was she scared of that? It's not even like she'd seen it before. It's the size of a quarter also. Like, so small. The tiniest thing in the world, and she's so pressed. So upset. This, what's her name again? Melissa? Uh, Melanie, I think. Melanie, right? Melanie. Yeah. Melanie is just, yeah. Melanie is just so over, like, overly dramatic. Makes everything the worst experience of her life. And then right after the caterpillar incident, speaking of that, she starts driving and full on final destination mm, moment. Yes. <laughs> She slams right into this, the back of this truck, and then, like, all these metal pipes just start flinging through her car, and one goes through the window, but it lands next to her. Next to her. Very final destination. And, that, you know, it's set up for some great 3D, some classic stuff. And then she has, like, she just looks at her leg, and there is a cigarette-sized burn on her leg, like, a tiny little, like, just a tiny little flame. Tiny. An ember. An ember, you would say. Baby. And then next thing you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> She's engulfed in fucking flames. Dude, the flame just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until until her entire car is on Guy Fieri. And then all of a sudden, she's just burning. <laughs> Full on burning. And Full she, on burning. You know what's crazy? She never tries to just open her car door. Open the door! That's what blows my mind! They never she's, try to get she, out. She's trying to pat it out, but she doesn't just try to get out of the car. And the thing is, at least in this scene, she's screaming. But yeah, like everyone else, she just sits there and takes it and doesn't try to escape. And Kim, again, like, everything that's happening that's, like, supernatural or haunting in this movie, it's never at the house. It's in an elevator. It's in a car. Like, it's never at the house. And I think... Never. I guess that's really funny when you think about it in relation to, like, how they were like, yeah, this isn't to do with the Lutz. This is is about fuck the Lutz. They were just like, yeah, you know what? Just make everything haunted everywhere else. That's probably what they would say. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they, maybe it was, like, some weird irony where they're like, the house actually isn't haunted. We're just going to do all this shit outside the house. (laughs) Is this maybe the best Amityville in the world just because they're, maybe, wait, Kim, wait, no, just listen to me. No, hold on. Just listen to me. Maybe they made this movie because they were like, you know what? fuck these movies, fuck this story, let's just rip on it hardcore, and then everyone's just like, oh, this movie sucks, and they're like, yeah, dude, that's the point, this fucking story is stupid. (laughs) No, they're not Eli Roth, they're not that clever. As much as I wish they were, that is not what happened. I don't know, man. The director truly thought this was, like, great shit. (laughs) And then Hollywood was like, we are not releasing any more of these in theaters. Not for a long time. What about right after that chick got set on fire? Some dude who kind of looks like real-life Ron DeFeo. Did you catch that? Oh, who comes? Is he trying to come and save her? I wouldn't say save her, but he's around. Like, he's <laughs> near the situation. It's, wait, it's actually Ron DeFeo? <laughs> like, this, like all took, this all took place right before the murders? Dude, it looked like Ron DeFeo, and he, like, walks up, and I will say... Emphasis on casually, he just casually walks to this car, which, by the way, by the time that she is already burnt and dead, the car isn't on fire. Like, it got, it was, she was on fire inside of the car. I'm not saying that her car got set on fire. I'm saying she got set on fire and she happened to be in a car. Yes, fully lit up. And she didn't once try to get out. Yeah, but the car, nothing happened to the car. There was no damage to it. So, nope. first of all, I don't know what was going through this guy's mind that he's just, like, strolling down the street. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go open this perfectly fine car door. <laughs> it was Ron DeFeo. I think that's the only that's the only answer we have. He just felt it. He just felt it. That's when the possession really started. I think that's the only conclusion we can make. He was like, all right, man. There's so many unanswered questions. Like, this... The sensory lady. This, like, it makes no sense. The ninja. They could have done a million and one other things, but do anything they did. <laughs> but Kim, what he does is he goes over and he opens the door, and the burnt skeleton is just sitting there in the car, and then it <laughs> looks at him. It turns over and it looks at him, and then it just gets set back on fire. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Kim, and then he just leaves. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. It's, that's because it's Ron DeFeo, guys. This is not going to face him. <laughs> like, how did how did she, like, just break this down. She's sitting in her car, and Ember is on her leg. She gets set on fire. She dies. Someone goes up to the car that's in perfect condition, sees the, the already burnt body, and then it gets set back on fire, and he's like, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to head out. I mean, like Kim, that actually is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Okay, put yourself in his shoes. If you saw that, I'd probably just leave at that point, too. I'd be like, okay, I don't understand why she didn't just leave the car. I don't understand why he was there to begin with. I really don't. I really don't. It was Ronda Fail. We know. We know the answer. We know the ultimate answer here. There's only one po- plausible solution. Oh my god, that dude, that shit is just so funny. Absolutely incredible. Okay, and th- and then just when you think Amityville 3D couldn't possibly be like any other 3D possession movie ever, the kids end up inside of an attic with a Ouija board, and then the ghost spells fucking- out. It's like it starts spelling out Susie. It's like S U S. They're like guys, guys, who's touching it? And the glass like flies off and breaks. And I'm like, wow, you really couldn't have done that more on the money. Well, and this is where Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, a.k.a. Um, I'm going to bribe my children to get into college, um, makes her debut. She's the daughter playing Ouija board. And her friend, they're all fucking their typical annoying little high school. Is that guy's like, can the Ouija board tell us what color panties Debbie's wearing? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I watching? Can I get a side of panty raid with that squire? Yeah. Oh, oh, we pissed. Oh, sorry. We passed my favorite we line. We pissed right we by pissed. it. Pissed it. We passed my favorite line, which was Meg Ryan is introduced al- al- already at this time as well. And she's Lori Laughlin's best friend. So before the, all the friends show up for the Ouija board, Meg Ryan's giving her, like, the walkthrough of the house, telling her, like, oh, this house is haunted, yada, yada. And then she goes... <laughs> Out of nowhere, she goes, have you ever fucked a ghost? (laughs) Wait, what? How did you miss this? Now I'm in your boat because- (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Caleb. You know what? Fuck you. I didn't hear one line and you didn't didn't see giant lizard people. You missed the most important line. We're on completely different wavelengths, (laughs) but- Have you ever fucked a ghost? Dude, I did not hear that. Holy shit. Maybe I need to bump up my rating. Here's the best part about this. I had a friend in middle school whose mom used to, like, she was convinced. You guys, she was, she was she convinced. She was getting it. She was getting it. She was it. convinced that when the husband, Jeff, was out of town for work, she would get fucked by a ghost at night out of her control. And let's we, go! We would, <laughs> let's go, Amy! And she's like, it would pin me down. I had no control. It would throw my legs over my head and fuck me. Let's so go! would Meg Ryan... <laughs> Amy was getting laid. My dream is just to be like best friends with someone who gets consistently fucked by ghosts so I can like document all of it. Wait, but I've never heard this shit again until Meg Ryan said that and I audibly laughed out loud. <laughs> because there was no build up. It was literally just like, have you ever fucked a ghost? And Lori Loughlin's like, no, I'm like 16. <laughs> I talk about fucking ghosts and aliens all the time, but I would love to just have that as like a more general conversation in my life. I'll introduce you to my friend's mom because she's a hoot and a fucking holler. She would tell us this in like seventh grade, mind you. We'd be at like sleepovers and she'd be like, girls, I'm nervous because Jeff's out of town and I'm really scared about what's in that bedroom. Bro, let's (laughs) fucking go. Like, let's go. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, I don't know how you missed this. I thought for sure you would have picked up on that line because it's a very Caleb line. Dude, I did not hear. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's a fast line, so I probably was just like looking down for a second or something. I didn't catch it. Like, I mean, because let's say something. Let's say something about this movie. 
not the best audio quality. No. It's not terrible, but it's not the best, you know? All of the Amityville, though, have terrible audio quality. That was, like, my big call-out for the first three. Like, the sound was so bad. Is that, like, their thing, though? Maybe that's just their thing, you know? It's creepier. Or they just haven't figured it out yet. I hope they just haven't figured it out yet, because I can't do 25 more of these. At least the 2005 one we know is fine, sound-wise. So anyway, we're we're coasting on some weird shit. So let's let's move on to let's move on to something fun. Had to call that out. Okay, so I think that Susie gets like haunted or something because she's kind of just like walking around like a weirdo for a few minutes, or at least that's what I thought mm-hmm. was happening. But then it turns out isn't that, that what she, happens? No, she fell out she... of a boat and she's dying. Yeah, but wasn't but didn't some spooky shit happen? Like I took it as she was like not possessed, but like. After that Ouija board happened, the shit really escalated. Okay, so I thought she was possessed too, but I don't think that's what happened. I think mm, okay, no, yes, just, no, yes. It's only the boat. No, okay. I so thought she. I, I think she, Kim, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay, so I think she got possessed, and then I think she got in a boat, and then she fell out of the boat, and then she died, and then her ghost was inside of the house, and Nancy thought that that was the real Susie, because she saw ghost mm-hmm. dead Susie in the house. Yeah, you're right, and that's why she was freaking out, like, she's in here! She dies so quick, too. Like, they literally, everything happens, this is all within, like, literally the last 20 minutes of the movie, guys. Literally, they have the Ouija board, next thing you know, the daughter's dead, and, and the mom's, like, freaking out, and you're like, wait, what? I didn't even s- capture that she died the first time I watched this. I was wait, like, she's not actually Kim, dead, right? The first time I watched this, I didn't even catch that the daughter was still in the movie. I thought she moved to, like, Nebraska right? or something. Like, I remember in the beginning, they were like, the dad was like, hey, you should move in with us, and then she was like, yeah, I think I'll do that, and then you don't see her ever again, and then Ouija board, and then she's dead. Dead. <laughs> dad and then the dad's like so non-reactive like the mom's like freaking out she's like she's in here the ex-wife she's like she's in here i know she's she's not dead and the dad's like you've got to accept it she's dead it's like what so i guess the timeline is that the mom sees the mom sees Susie walking around inside the house she's like oh yeah Susie, how's it going whatever you're closing doors on me moving on and then she hears the ambulance she's like what's going on outside she looks outside and then she sees Everyone just standing over there, the ambulance taking someone, she walks over, Susie's laying there, dead as fuck, and she's like, (laughs) she's like, wait, but that's not Susie, Susie's inside, and you know, you'd think that, like, when you're watching it as an audience member, at first, she's inside, she sees Susie, and then she goes outside, she sees the real one, so you think she'd be like, oh, wait, oh my god, Susie's out here, I just saw her inside, like, oh my god, like, I'm freaked out, but instead, she's like, wait, Susie? That's not Susie. That's not the real Susie. Fuck that. Susie's inside. And I'm like, that is the least rational thing I have ever seen in my life. Ever, ever seen in my life. I also just have to call out, this is actually super important. Okay. The lady who plays the ex-wife, that mom, that is Nathan Scott's grandma from One Tree Hill. Bro, you keep saying, um... You keep saying ex-wife, and I don't even remember there being an ex-wife. Yeah, that's his, that's so she's the ex-wife. They're not actually together anymore. Because remember, she the was upset one? that Nancy. Yeah, yeah, they're not together anymore. Are you serious? They're split up. Yeah, that's why There's she was. There's not a single bit of this movie that that led me to believe that that was the case. Yes, because he goes to visit her at the lab, and he's like, "We're moving into the house. So I want to prove it's hoax." And she's like, "No, I don't want Susie in there," because she thought it was haunted. She's like, "Susie is not allowed in that house. I don't care what you and your investigative team are up to. I don't want our daughter in that house." Yeah, they're split up. 
Okay. I did not know that that was happening. I, I will say, okay, you know what? I know more than you think, asshole. Here's the thing. You know what I like about these Amityville movies? I like the visual absurdities. You do. You really do get caught up on those. That's the fun part of these to me. Like, I think that's what's... That, I think that's, like, the the sh- the shining star in all of these. Yeah. It, it, is also, it is also the weird dialogue and, like, you know, just, like, the weird characters and whatnot. And, of course, the incest every once in a while. But the visual <laughs> absurdities... Yeah, you do get caught up on those. The second one really, I think the second one really sold you and pulled you in, and you're still on a high from that. No, the second one was all incest. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. You heard it here first. Horror soup. Caleb's into it. I didn't say it. He said it. Well, only, only in film. <laughs> <laughs> only when staged. Only when it's fine cinema. <laughs> I hate you. So anyway, okay, what what I'm trying to get to, what all of this is about, is Susan's dead. <laughs> Just dead, out of nowhere. Lori Laughlin literally had, like, five lines, and then they're like, kill her. And then, like like Kim says, she kind of just freaks out. She's like, that's not Susan. And dude, oh, wait, okay, okay, Kim. I, not gonna lie, I, I audibly screamed when John walks in the basement and Nancy is sitting next to the equivalent of a fishing hole inside of an ice shack. <laughs> I screamed. It makes no... Do you have an explanation for this? No, but I screamed. <laughs> that is why I screamed, because I was like, oh my... Like, I, w- I was giddy. I was like, oh, oh, oh. It was like one of those screams where, like, I can't contain myself. And, I, and Kim, let me, let, me, let, me, let me preface this. I was completely alone watching this at, like, four in the afternoon <laughs> when I was, like, losing my shit, like, hyperventilating at this scene. I was giddy. This is where I was like... Is this movie over yet? <laughs> Makes no sense. Wait, Nancy's just about to go ice wait, fishing. But Kim, no but, one knows. But, Kim, but then John sits down next to her and a zombie pops out. Pops out of nowhere. <laughs> and then, am I jumping ahead? Is this right before their it faces turn into like powder? I used to read Word of Magazine. <laughs> it wasn't real. You guys are hearing this it first wasn't here. Real. <laughs> Is this this is this the part right? This is right about when the powder goes all over his face, and they're just. It's close to that. I don't it's understand close. what's happening. <laughs> this movie's a fucking fever dream, dude. I wait, Kim. I wish I saw this in theaters. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been screaming. I would have been in the theater. Literally, I'm not kidding. I would have just been screaming and pointing, like, like screaming at the top of my lungs not like laughing screaming just full on just like ah <laughs> i would have been crying in agony you know what was the first horror movie i saw in theaters that i just rewatched and is so bad is house on haunted hill the remake from like 1997 with tay diggs and ali larder oh my god it's so bad caleb it is so bad. It's like 13 Ghosts bad, but I would say 13 Ghosts is better. I don't know what the first horror movie I saw in theaters was, but I remember the like the one that I remember that I know I saw in theaters was The Box in like 2007 or whatever. What? You're making me feel old. You waited until 2007? 
I guess my parents didn't censor anything when we went to the theaters, too. I probably shouldn't have seen a movie until I was in middle school, at a horror movie at theaters. Well, you didn't pay attention to anything I said. That's the only one that I, like, vividly remember. Like, I remember seeing horror movies, like, since I was, like, five years old, like, as little as that. But, like, I don't remember what I saw in theaters. Like, that might have been the first horror movie I watched in theater. I don't think it was, but, like, it's just the first one I remember. I don't know what I saw in theaters. Like, wow. I, I don't even remember a lot of the early movies I see in theaters. The first... The first movie I remember seeing in theaters was The Hulk from, like, what was that, like, 2003 or something? And that, 2004, yeah. Yeah, and that was not, by any means, that was not the first movie I saw in theaters. It's just the first one that wow. I remember, like, walking into and being like, okay, this is my earliest memory. Like, I remember going into theaters before that. I just don't remember what the fuck I watched. I have a very vivid memory. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, House on Haunted Hill, 1997? Or maybe it was 1999, one of the two. It's so fucking bad. Like, it's not even remotely scary. It's just so, it is so bad. Like, I was genuinely pissed off. And I love shit like that. I love the 90s shitty, it was so bad. It's like 13 Ghosts bad. And 13 Ghosts, I really think, is better. Well, I will say, like, the original House on Haunted Hill isn't, like, good, but it's fun. Well, it, it, you know, it's good. It's it's good. I think it's good because it's really fun. It's not scary, but yeah, it's, it's like, not bad. it's fun. It's not scary, but it's, yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not, yeah, you're not gonna like shit your pants, but uh. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, anyways, basically, yeah. John decides that he's tired of his daughter being <laughs> dead due to boat difficulties, so he calls every ghost person in the world to just check out his property. Like it goes from his daughter dying to like the entire ghost investigation bureau inside of his bathroom. He doesn't even fucking care about his daughter. I'm convinced. He literally told the ex-wife she needs to get over it. Yeah. He literally told her she needs to get over it. I don't think he cares about anything. We saw what he did with the fucking bald dude at the beginning. He just like. He has no re- regards for anything, I don't think, at this point. I mean, yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. I don't think he gives a shit. So, full-on ghost investigation. <laughs> so, there's a full-on ghost investigation. All these dudes are kind of just, like, monitoring all the rooms, and they start to pinpoint on Nancy. And what happens next, like, I wanted to assume was a ninja with some cotton on a stick again, but this time it was actually a glowing ball of purple not being controlled by a ninja. Makes no sense. It's like, what What are these glowing balls? I mean, it, we kind of kind of find out at the end, but it still doesn't... We don't get any answers. No, it was Susie. Susie? Yeah, it was Susie. Oh, like at the beginning when the little boy was... They were pretending it was like Ricky. It's like same shit. Well, yeah, yeah, because they're pretending at one point, but then... It's real this time, so they were pretending that the ghost, that like I don't know, Rudy or whatever was hanging out, and then real Susie is a purple ball instead of a green ball. I love how they switch up the colors. <laughs> I love how I just explained that like it made perfect sense, and like everyone should have been fine with that. Everyone probably listening probably has no idea what's going on. They're like purple floating balls. Girl falls off a boat. A Ouija board, some sensory deprivation thing. I'm not going to lie. I feel like when I'm editing this, I, there's going to be no way that I could, like, fix this to make any of this sound like a movie or anything that may, even a conversation. No, yeah, no one's going to know what, what took place. They're going to watch it and they're going to be like, okay, so nothing they said is real. And then they're going to watch it and be like, oh, this all makes perfect sense. I hope, per my recommendation, they don't watch it. For their sake and for their sanity, I hope they don't do that to themselves. I hope that people don't actually go and watch these Amityville movies after we cover them. I would feel really bad. No, but dude, like, I'm hoping that this, like, pushes people so, like, everyone has seen all 28. But anyway, the purple thing floats around the house and it brings Nancy and John the, uh, I bet. Oh, oh, and the... 
I, I almost said and the eye bag. So there's this guy, this paranormal investigator, and he has the biggest eye bags I've seen like ever in my life. <laughs> and this is the best point of the movie. So he is at that little fishing hole in the attic, which we're first introduced to it as a dream, but it turns out it's completely real. And then he's just sitting next to it. And he's like, "All right, guys, I got to fish Susie out. Don't worry, I'm gonna get her right out of here." And then they're like, "All right." dude cool and then this little humanoid like extra creature <laughs> like creature from the black giant head lizard i don't know what the fuck you want to call it it's godzilla but tiny it pops out of the fucking like little well <laughs> grabs him <laughs> it gr- no it like grabs him and it breathes fire but like here's the funny thing about it it's just sitting there it's not moving like its face doesn't move it's just like sitting th- you know when like you know, if you'd have a character and you're just using like Paint 3D or something, or like Microsoft Paint, yes. you know, to like animate something, you just get a black circle and you'd put it on their mouth as like their mouth opening. It's like that, mm-hmm. and then fire is coming out, and then it goes back to the guy, and half of his face is melted, like melted fucking Two Face from Batman. Two Face. Like, That's exactly what I thought. It's exactly what it looks like, and his scream is like, <laughs> and everyone just sitting there watching, like, what the fuck. <laughs> So was that supposed to be Susie? Dude, he keeps screaming. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just something. And then he screams. And then he gets like, the thing grabs him and is pulling him into the water. And it's just like sideways pulling him in. And he's just like, kind of getting pulled in. He has like a double chin. He's just like, Susie, go into the light. Like, he's so monotone after he just screamed bloody murder with half of his face getting melted off. You guys. Fuck, dude. Absolute blasphemy. And then this right around the time they have all that powder on their face. Like, their face, like, they're just covered in white powder. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, because the house, oh, my. What happens here is 3D (laughs) goes, goes wild. 3D goes nuts. Like... Glass starts flying. <laughs> shit's being destroyed. At one point, a tsunami is inside of the house. It's literally say it's like a tornado. You know those fit? What are those fish called that have the long, like stabby noses? Barracudas? Oh, narwhals. Yeah. Uh, wait. What? A narwhal is, or you think a swordfish? Swordfish. There was a swordfish <laughs> on the fireplace. Yeah, you said narwhal, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> They do have those sharp pointy. Anyways. You saw the swordfish scene, right? No. Kim, I'm so convinced you didn't watch the <laughs> movie. You didn't see the face. lizard guy. I turned the camera. You didn't see the lizard guy breathing fire. You didn't fucking catch the sensory deprivation. I did end up you didn't catch the... the swordfish and you I turned the camera and showed you. Kim. I turned the camera and showed you. No, fuck you. You told me you watched this movie twice. I did. This was my second. I texted you first Kim. saying I just finished watching 3D. Kim. It's so bad. Let me tell you, you something. You said, let's reconvene. There is a one minute long scene where it's just going back between John and Nancy's face and a swordfish on top of the fireplace that's just shaking and getting ready to fly. Because like I said, there is a fucking tornado inside of the house and the swordfish wiggles and it flies off, and it nearly stabs John in the face. Like, who comes up with this? 
Like, see, this is why you don't enjoy the movies because you don't see any of the good shit that happens. Because I'm convinced, no, I'm, I'm convinced that when Kim is watching these movies, she's laying in her throne with her fucking like crown Gross. on. There's a fucking servant next to her with a giant yeah. like ostrich feather, just like you know, giving her mm-hmm. all of her. The, There's a- two servants next to me, and so she gets her AC, and there is a third jester coming up to her, and he's feeding her caviar by the spoonful while she's Mm -hmm. i don't know like texting someone about like fucking eggs or something i don't know but whatever she's doing she's not paying attention to these movies yeah because i'm checked out it's just it's just forgettable you know what you're fucked because if i can if i can watch your stupid cry wolf bullshit completely cry wolf is incredible they edited to be so now you can watch anytime you want i already have the dvd so i'm good but figured i'd let you know there's like 15 Amityvilles on Tubi. I will say, if you guys want to watch Amityville, go on Tubi. Tubi has everything. If you want to watch anything, just go on Tubi. I cannot. Kim, you thought this was going to be a short episode, and it's insane how fucking long this is going. Um, Hour and 42. What happens next is the house explodes, dude. Not once. Not twice. Not, not seven three times. times. Not 13 not times. Not 10 times. Not. <laughs> I think it was probably 18 I'm going to say like 18. I'm going to give it triple digits. I'm going to say at least. You shouldn't have done a kill count. You should have done an explosion count. House explosion count. Dude, you know what's crazy? Not only does the house explode, like they do the thing where the house explodes in like 13 different angles. But I will say that not even does the house explode in different angles. They get 13 different angles of the house exploding seven different times. So they, they blew up at least nine houses for this movie. And... Like, the house is combusted. Like, there's nothing left. Like, it's not just, like, the house lit in flames and, like, there was, like, a small explosion. Like, every every angle of this house was blown up to smithereens. Like, two pieces. Except for the door. Except for the front door. I want to know how that door survived those 30 explosions. I really do. Really sturdy doors. Just the sturdiest doors in the world or what? Explodes literally 18 times. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then... We get the zoom into the front door at a really weird angle. Well, not even all that. Can you talk about how they cut off the top and the bottom of the screen so they make it like really, like, really dramatic movie? Mm hmm. So all you see is like half of like the main door, and you're like, wait, how are we going back into the house if the whole thing just <laughs> it combusted? It just blew up a million times. Like, it makes no sense. But anyway, I guess we're going back in the house, and then you end up in the basement, and it just zooms into that little well. A little puddle on the floor, and then that's it. Wait, Kim, how come the first few times we see the well, it's, like, definitely CGI'd, and then this time it looked like they made a real well? <laughs> literally. Or just, like, no, it just literally looks like a pail on the ground. <laughs> and then that's the end. Like, there's no explanation, guys. Like, that's just end of movie. Was this, like, some kind of weird performance art? But also the well was on fire. <laughs> right! Like, how is water on fi- I don't understand. <laughs> I have a lot of questions how water is on fire. If anyone's a siren science guru, please let me know. It happened in SpongeBob. It could happen here. It could happen to you. If it happened to you, it could happen <laughs> to me. You ever watch Trailer Park Boys? J-Rock? Shout out J-Rock. No. no, but I know you're a big fan. All right, so that was Amityville 3D. I'm so excited. Um, I can't wait for 4. I just Because the next one, this is why I'm really excited for 4. So far, Kim, you got to think about this. <laughs> The first three that we've watched were all movies that were released in theaters. 
we're getting into the TV films. It's going to get worse. <laughs> oh, I know because I watch It's About Time. I, I have already warned you how bad it's going to get. Dude, one sucked, two had incest, and then three has Godzilla. Like, we're on a great roll. Oh, I'll also tell you this. I do remember there's some titties in It's About Time. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's get so some you're, you're going to get baby. some you're going to get some titties soon because you have you've been deprived of that. I don't think there's been really many boobs, right? No, but I mean, that Godzilla was hot enough for me. Oh, well, I guess you do like to fuck those little mutant things. You know what I like about this one? Four kills and most of them had nothing to do with the family. Just the daughter died. <laughs> Only one family member died. The most uneventful death also, and no one gave a fuck. I, I guess the mom gave a fuck, but the dad was just like, yeah, she's dead. Anyways, so, like. The daughter died, the fly guy died, that one dude who got his face burnt off, and the bitch who died in the car. Like, that's pretty awesome for an Amityville, you gotta admit. Yeah, it's more kills than what we usually see. But, and they're different kills, like, they're different. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. I can't even imagine what this next one's gonna entail, especially because there's no, there's no, uh, description that makes me really nervous yeah i mean i was on wikipedia maybe wikipedia just didn't have a good description but like i feel like they usually still at least give you somewhat of a synopsis this was like yeah that makes me really nervous it was either you read the whole plot of the entire movie or it's the fourth installment that makes me really nervous kim would you recommend amityville 3d no do you think people should watch it just as like a staple no, though? No, like, you guys, I'm on. not even Kim, just Kim, saying that Kim, i don't Kim. think they should this They're came not out the same it. year as friday the 13th 3d yeah, and maybe and maybe that's what they were trying to go for. But this, I wouldn't even recommend this to... It's not even one that's so bad, it's good. I know Caleb loves it. You guys will have a mi- terrible time. You'll be miserable. Dude, I actually, like... I think this one is so bad, it's good. And I think, okay, I think if I was just talking to someone regularly and they were asking me, like, what Amityville to watch, no, I'm probably not going to recommend you this one. But if you... 2005. Hold on. Shut the fuck up. You're stupid. If... <laughs> You've listened to the end of this episode and you've listened to all these conversations. I feel like you could watch this movie and you could have fun just waiting for the moments that we talked about. If you've listened to this entire conversation and you still want to watch Amityville, you're a psychopath. I think you should. I recommend it just for that reason. I recommend it for the people listening to this episode. I don't know if I recommend it as a whole. I'm not saying go go use my recommendation and tell other people, Caleb recommended this movie. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you listen to this conversation, go watch the movie. It's fucking funny. It's so bad. Good luck. Kim, what do you rate it? What do you rate it? Um, no stars. Are you... Why do you keep doing... I you, know I rated it on Letterboxd. No, I always give a star. I always give a... This is the first one I've, ne- I've ever given no stars. I gave Don't Blink a star, I think. You gave the last one no stars. Let me get a Letterboxd. No, I gave it stars. You didn't rate this on Letterboxd, Kim. I didn't rate this one? Well, why, why, why are you a stalker? Because I went to rate it, and then I went to see if anyone that I follow rated it, and no one that I follow on Letterboxd has ever even seen this movie. Um. Okay, well, I'm not going to rate it anyways, because I can't give it zero stars. Technically, you kind of can on Letterboxd. You just don't give it a star rating. Well, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to say this movie is so bad. Don't ever watch this. So, I gave this a one and a half at the beginning, and I feel like if I go, I'm going to go higher and I'm not going to, no, I almost, I, okay, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. I was thinking no. of what was going like two and a half, like because oh, of the conversation and because gosh, of how much fun I have talking. Hold on. You've lost Can your you fucking shut the touch. Fuck up and let me finish no, talking. No, because you've you lost your touch. Cunt. You've lost your touch. Shut, oh. oh. shut up. Shut oh. up. Shut up, idiot. The true 
true Caleb is yeah. out. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm tired of your Amityville slander. Okay. You fucking hearing so, this? So, yeah, they're hearing it. I'm not editing it out, you fucking piece of Shut shit. Shut the fuck up, you fucking cunt. So, so, I was, what I'm saying is I was going to give it two and a half because of the fun stuff that I've been remembering about it, but I know for a fact that if I watched it again, I'm over-exaggerating. It's it's not that. So. Over-exaggerating. I will give it a two. Leave I'm it what go you up, had. No. I am going to go up by 0. .5 because you're this might be one of the you're funniest of things shit. I've ever seen in my life. You're, you're a sandbagging son of a bitch. Kim, there are multiple parts in this movie where I started, like, busting up laughing. Like, I'm talking tears coming out of my eyes. And that's not... I'm not lying, Kim. Like, I cried. I know, and that's what's upsetting. I feel like I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. Dude, that shit's funny. We've lost Caleb, you guys. Mission, get Caleb back. Someone has taken over Caleb's body. I think the lizard's taken over you. It's real funny. I'm gonna keep my rating at no stars. Okay, you have to do your Mary fuck kill. Wait, why did I just say Mary fuck? I guess it's all the same. Fuck Mary kill. Fuck Mary kill. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it when it's. It, Donnie did that for like Donnie Vice recently, and I was like, this is weird. Um, okay, <laughs> so I need to change my letterbox to two real quick. God, you're such an asshole. What did I rate the last one? Two and a half, right? I think so. I think you've rated them all like almost three stars. Okay, you know what? You know what I'm doing right now too. I'm going to my second review of the original Amityville Horror, and I'm giving that a two. Because there's no way that I'm thinking... I'm thinking about the other two that I've watched in comparison, Amityville 2 and this. I have definitely had more fun watching these than I did that. Caleb, what did you rate the 2005 one? Let me check. I just changed this one to uh, to a two, and I changed the original to a two also. I would say this is on par with the original. I'd still, I still would rather watch it, probably though. Um, a two. Piece that's fair. Of shit. That's fair. It's on the same level as all these. Yeah, that's. F- no, it's significantly better. No, it's not. Significantly better. It's not. It's not. So fuck Mary Kill. You have the ninja, the mm-hmm. fire breathing <laughs> slug, and me. I'm killing you because you're a piece of shit for rating this. What you did. Um, I'm going to fuck the slug. So you're gonna fuck what now? I'm going to fuck the slug. You heard me. And I'm going to marry the ninja because he had spunk. He was fun. Dude, I agree with that. Wait. Yeah, the ninja's sick. Yeah, I agree with that. I, Yeah, I like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I would do the same if I were you. Come on. When are you ever going to fuck a slug and marry a ninja? That's a good point. All right, Kim. We're going to end this because surprisingly, you said this was going to be the shortest episode ever, and this is the longest Amityville episode. So let's get the fuck out of here. Please. Guys, everyone, thank Kim. Send her messages. Thank her for always coming around for Amityville. Tell her to. <laughs> I had to burp. Tell her um... to pay attention to the movies more. Tell her to have a better time. Tell her to put some effort into this. Tell her to watch Amityville movies for her leisure. Start watching them just on her own. Guys, if you want access to bonus episodes, polls that determine some of the Amityvilles that Kim covers, uh, movie commentaries, bonus video episodes, and more, patreon.com slash horrorsoup. I reiterate, go and vote on the polls so Kim has to keep coming to Amityville. Actually, go on Patreon and be like, hey... 
Kim should cover two Amityville's a month. And follow the podcast on Instagram at Horror Soup, and I'm on Letterboxd doing Amityville movie reviews at Horror Soup Caleb. Kim is also doing them. I think it's Kim underscore Shady 23, or is there no underscore? I don't know. You probably know it better than I do. I'm pretty sure it's Kim Shady 23. I think it is as well. And that's that's good. You're my you're my PR rep for uh, letter letterbox. <laughs> it's Kim Shady twenty three no underscore. All right. Say bye, Kim. Bye. Oh, I didn't put my sombrero back on. Oh, fuck you, Amityville. Grubs up, baby. Grubs up. Give me harasu. Give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Harasu. You like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it, grubs up. Baby grubs up, give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup, horror soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. Wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it. Hard soup, hard soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up I'll do the washing up I'm getting full I'm getting full My belly's gonna burst My belly's gonna burst Oh, can you see my psychic energy? Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. He can't even look after himself. I was breathing down your <laughs> Fuck you. Wait, you gotta keep you. I need you to listen to the intro because I don't remember what I said, but I know it was great. <laughs>